0: Welcome to the You Go Miss O podcast, an ongoing conversation with Miss Oklahoma as she discusses her life as the reigning Miss O. Style, service, scholarship, and success weave
1: their way into conversations that engage and empower you. So what are
0: we waiting for? You go, Miss O. Hello, Oklahoma and everyone listening worldwide. I'm Sunny Day, Miss Oklahoma, and as always, I'm glad that you're here with me. I haven't asked in a while, but if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave me a review on whatever platform you're using to listen. I greatly appreciate it and I love the insight. It helps me brainstorm new episodes. So I would like to start off by kicking off a little recap of what's been going on in my life as Miss Oklahoma um, and a sunny day. So I've been back in the classroom and I will say it's been very busy. Um, And it is that time of the year. So if you're in education and you're listening, you know that around October, right before the holidays, things get a little crazy. So I wanted to be completely honest in saying that I am getting to really balance the life of Miss Oklahoma and the reality of being a teacher. Um, But I'm balancing it well. Honestly, I feel pretty confident and I think it's continuing to remind me of my why going into Miss America of why I'm doing this in the first place. And that really is to empower education um, and and instill the power of it into students as well. So I'm also in the final stages of building my paperwork and I am a bit of a perfectionist. So I'm trying to make sure everything is fine tuned before turning it in. It's due November 15th. So we are getting ready to turn in our last bit of stuff as we prepare for Miss America. And in terms of my platform, Ready, Set, Go, Building Skills, today I have launched a website and I am really excited to be able to share that with you guys in a few weeks. So stay tuned on Instagram if you are following. And one of the big things that I'm excited to talk about today is that local season is wrapping up and it's getting really busy. There are three locals coming up in November and there are a total of Five titles that we are giving away. So make sure that you are following Miss Oklahoma or go to our website at missoklahoma.org to see what titles are coming up. And speaking of locals, I thought that it would be interesting and beneficial to devote an entire episode to the local competitions because that's truly where this entire process starts. So I say it all the time, but only one person will become Miss America. And only one person will become Miss Oklahoma or whatever state it is that you're competing. But thousands of women have the opportunity to become their local title holders within their state organization. Local competitions, title holders, volunteers and directors are truly the lifeblood that keeps our beloved organization and opportunity alive. And that's where a lot of women really learn to fall in love with this organization and everything it has to offer. So here in Oklahoma, we're blessed with some of, if not the best local volunteers. I know for me, I had some incredible directors as Miss Oil Capital, and some of them have been volunteering for as long as I have been alive, which I think is incredible and really speaks volume to how incredible the Miss Oklahoma organization is. And that's a true blessing because these people love this organization. They live it, they breathe it, and they devote so much time to the opportunity and to all of the contestants behind the scenes and not just as title holders, but as women as well. And that's whether they become Miss Oklahoma or Miss America or not. They're not just advocates for their Miss Oklahoma journey. They are also advocates for their life journey. I've seen volunteers be a part of people's weddings. I have seen volunteers um, be a part or or be called a contestant's family member. And I know for me, my local directors, I call like aunts. Um, they're very special to me and they're lifelong friends. So we are going to talk to someone today who knows all of the ins and outs of being a local director but also the benefits of competing in a local competition and being a local title holder. Um, And that is Oklahoma's local director president, Darwina Marshall. So welcome to the podcast. Um, Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, thank you, Sunny, for having me on your podcast today. It it was an honor to be asked for you for, for you to ask me and to, to share those thoughts about our locals and our fabulous directors, because we do have one of the strongest directors um, organization, I believe, in the nation. Well, I've been involved in this organization for over 45 years, having started in the late 70s as a contestant and then becoming a volunteer with the Miss OCU pageant in the 80s. And, and then in 1991, became the president and executive director of the Miss OCU scholarship pageant. I became the president of the Local Directors Association in 2017. And was voted only the best for the Miss Oklahoma pageant organization in 2021, which includes many of our current local directors and those of us that have served in the past.
0: I love that you're so dedicated to this. I hope that after my Miss Oklahoma journey um, is done, that I can help you in some way, help promote and recruit girls into the local organization, because I do believe in what this has done. And that's coming from someone who's only been a part of this organization for two years And someone who only had a director for one of those two years. I know how important this organization is. um, And even when I didn't have a director, other directors and um, mentors and volunteers poured into me. So it really is incredible. Um, But I want you to kind of kick things off with a bit of a history lesson. So, because you've been around this organization for so long, you have seen a lot of the changes within this organization, and Miss America has had some. Um, But at the root of it all, um, the basic principles of being a local or state title holder, do you believe have always stayed the same?
1: Yes, they
0: have stayed the same, and you are right.
1: Um, Personal growth, which enriches that life of the title holder. Scholarships, as we were talking earlier, to help alleviate that financial burden of education, open the doors of future opportunities that you can get through that education. And I think to engage in local communities with service and advocacy, raising the awareness of whatever your social issue is and having that positive contribution to your, to your community. But then you're gonna strive for that excellence while taking the advantage of those worthwhile opportunities that come from being in the program.
0: I 100% agree with that. Um, And the scholarships, like you said, to me is really what makes this organization so special. Um, We live in a time where it's really expensive to obtain a higher education, um, but it's so important and so essential. So I think that it's great that it offers not only to anyone, but to women especially, and giving them the opportunity to become who and what they want. Because for me, growing up in the background that I did My goal was to just finish high school because that was taboo for my family. And so when I found the opportunity to obtain scholarships to go to college, that was huge for me. It made me feel so special. It made me feel like I didn't have to become a product of where I came from. Um, But most importantly now, as a teacher... Even though I want to further my education, I don't necessarily have the financial means to do so. And because of me winning Miss Oklahoma, I'm now able to do that. And I'm really excited to be able to go after my master's. So in Oklahoma, we typically have about 35 to 40 locals each year. And that really gives us the perfect amount of contestants during Miss Oklahoma week. But in some states, they use an open format where contestants kind of just show up for their state competitions to compete for the opportunity to put in after putting in the work and preparation. And this is kind of similar to virtual titles, much like mine. So what are your thoughts on the differences in terms of hardships um, and really the value to the two different formats? Well, being
1: at OCU, having the opportunity to have some of my Miss OCUs go win some other state titles and one of them happened to be in an open format, It gave her the opportunity to go to a state pageant, but she said she really did miss the local feel that it took her to get to that, to the state organization. But at the end of the day, you know, whatever, whatever's best for your state is what we support. You know, it doesn't really matter if you have an open system or, you know, a local system, a virtual system. Everyone competes at the same level when you get to the state. And that right contestant's gonna rise to the top, if we wanna say the cream of the crop that we have in Oklahoma as well. But you know, they're they're gonna rise to the top and, and those right people are going to be involved with
0: that individual who wins. So Let's talk about competing in a local because I hope that anyone who is listening right now is considering joining this organization, especially in Oklahoma. Um, We are looking for incredible women and to change lives. So please join our organization. But Darwina, competing in a local can be exciting, but it can also be really intimidating. And for a first timer, it can be confusing. Um, I know for me, I was very overwhelmed my first time and I had done pageants before but the system is so different. So what is your take on competing in a local?
1: Well, I think contestants need to, wh- however you want to enter the, uh, enter the local, you know, do you look at the local for scholarship offerings? You know, do they pay for you to go to a certain school or do they give you cash scholarships to go to? Do you want to represent your hometown? You know, if, you're, if your um, town is fortunate enough to, to have a local, or do you want to represent your university? You know, here in Oklahoma, we have very strong university uh, programs. So I feel it's important that the contestant do their due diligence. They need to research those locals. What, what do you want to get out of those locals? But here's the thing, just because you're a first timer, don't be willing not to ask those questions. You have to dive right in, ask those questions. But remember, there, you know, as we all say, there's no silly questions. But local directors, previous title holders, even previous contestants that never won a title, you know, can offer you those that real-life experience, serve as incredible mentors, and they're going to take you through that journey if you decide to compete that first time.
0: So we kind of have given advice to someone who's a first-timer going into their local what advice do you have to someone who's been competing for a long time or even over and over again in a different local season as she heads into her next local competition?
1: Well, and, you know, every, every, you know, I kind of, as I look at this, there's kind of a thread that goes along through through all of the phases of competition and that you look for is that you you have to be authentic. You have to be genuine. You have to be true to yourself. You've got to showcase that personality. What, you know, the talent, the passion, authenticity is is what's going to be essential for you as the winner or you as even a contestant to connect with those people because those other people that are out there are going to be watching you. You need to prepare thoroughly, you know, practice your talent, work on your interview skills, ensure that you're well prepared for every phase of competition. And and for those individuals who are, are new or just starting out or maybe in the midst of your of your pageant journey, confidence. But most of all embrace embrace the experience. View the competition, have it as an opportunity for growth and development. Learn, enjoy, but use it as a place for your voice, state your opinions,
0: and hopefully make a difference in your community. Everything that you're saying is so relatable the one thing I promised myself when I got the virtual title, because I was really nervous about the fact that I had only a few months to prepare for miss Oklahoma, um, getting that title so late. And I said, I don't really have time to prepare. And I, um, the only thing I can do is be myself. And I did compete for years and I always tried to be what I thought they wanted. And the one time that I didn't have time to overthink or to overprepare, was the one time that I went in and I was like, you know, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to say what it is that I have to say. Um, And if they pick me, they pick me. If they don't, I know that I was 100% myself. Because the truth is, if you win, you have to be that person that you just showed them for the entire year. And that's really hard if you have a mask on. So it's really nice that I had that mindset because now I just feel really comfortable being myself um, as Miss Oklahoma. And it's been really enlightening to get to go into schools and feel comfortable being my silly self that my kids see in my classroom and not feeling like I have to be perfect. Um, And the kids have really enjoyed that as well. So I have, I've really enjoyed that. Um, But what can... contestants expect when they're competing in a local and I want to hear your intake on this because I only competed in one local but as I've been emceeing these pageants as Miss Oklahoma I've seen that every venue is different every experience is different the the way that it's ran is different so how might it differ from what people expect from watching Miss America and competitions on TV
1: well as you stated locals are different all over this all over the state of Oklahoma you know, at, and I'll just have to use my experience with Miss OCU. You know, we have rehearsals all week long. Um, get the girls ready. You know, we do opening number and all the face of competition. And, you know, you get to this, you get to Saturday night. Some locals run one day only. Girls come in, do what they need to do, have their interviews. And, you know, and, and then they have the title. But um, for the most part, locals on the front end, or on the face end, I guess, or the front, look the same. You go through every phase of competition. In result, you have a winner and a winner, you know, you get that named. Each component of that, you know, that competition plays a role in determining that overall winner. But at the local, I think what it allows you to do is that ability to learn and to focus on all the aspects of the competition because you have to hone those skills You have to have those skills, talent, interview, evening wear, fitness, to get you to that state and or to the next national level. Your local directors are your best support for that. Resources, you just can't imagine that are there for you just and asking. But what I always found out from my girls who, who came, my title holders who came through to, from Miss OCU to, even to the state pageant of, Local rehearsals are just that one week or one day, but the state and, and national pageants are seven days. You know, they're, they're just not coming in for the day and be done. So, you know, they're over, they're longer over a span of time. So you have mental preparation, flexibility. The biggest thing for me is stamina. You must have stamina. It's the important role in your success. You need to be as energetic on the first day when you get there as you are on the last day and the last minute before that crown is given. So it's, you know, it's, it is different in competing at a local, yes, but if you don't do the local, you can't get to the state. And if you don't do the state, you can't get to
0: the national. Exactly. And I love what you said about what's important when competing at a local because, For me, I can get very overwhelmed and very tired really fast. And so I've been telling myself that Miss America is a lot of days. It's a long, it's going to be a long period of time that I'm going to be there. And so I've been trying to keep myself really busy as Miss Oklahoma as a way to kind of prepare for that stamina, like you said, and. Protecting my energy, I think, is what's really important. And for these girls listening to going into these competitions um, or any sort of setting where you're going after something like a job, um, protect your energy and focus on the right thing, not just the outcome. I think that's what's important is, like you said, embracing the experience as well. So. I hope, again, that we have people who are listening. We're getting towards the end of our episode. And if you are interested, um, I'm going to have Darwina give you one more little piece of advice. So if there's someone listening who's on the fence about competing, what would you tell them?
1: Well, I, I would tell them, don't, don't let the opportunity pass you by. If you're cons- really considering competing, you know it is a transformational experience if you have never been able to have had that this organization and this process is going to give it to you it's going to provide that opportunity for you know we've talked about self confidence those valuable skills scholarships we talked about going you know to to weddings and lifelong friendships you know i you know we get wedding invitations and baby showers and you know my contestants bring me their children to to see them and you contribute to your to your community but it also is going to allow you to showcase your your cause whatever the advocacy is for that and you're going to become that role model for others. The competition is going to allow you probably to to discover what your potential might be, maybe what your passion might be, where do you fit into the puzzle of the world to create that positive impact? But 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 don't but don't let but don't let that opportunity pass you by. Most contestants are going to lose more pageants than they ever won. <laughs> That's so true. So <laughs> so you know you're going you're going to have a great time. You're going to have many experiences. And one day when this is all said and done, and your pageant experience is all over, and you're in another career, you're going to look back. And you know that it was a benefit that is going to last you a
0: lifetime. That is perfect advice. And I agree. I will tell everyone listening before we close out that my biggest regret is that I didn't join earlier. Um, I only had two years in this organization and I would have loved to have given this organization the chance. I was simply afraid and didn't think that I was good or smart enough. That was actually my biggest fear is that I wasn't smart enough to be a part of Miss America. Um, and I gave it a chance, um, and I only had one year and then the universe works in mysterious ways and I was given another opportunity and I'm so glad I did because of where I am. So take the risk, whether it's your first time, um, or your last time competing, um, it's never too late. So join this organization. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Your experience and insight as Oklahoma's local director, president is unmatched. And I've loved getting to learn more about this in this episode with you. But more than that, I do appreciate you and everyone else who pours yourself into this organization um, and every person that you come into contact with and your willingness to have this conversation. We all think that you're a legend in the Miss Oklahoma world. And I know that so many women attribute some of their best qualities and memories to you. So thank you again for being here. And that is all for this episode friends. Um, thank you so much. And I hope as you are getting ready for the holidays that you are staying cool, calm and collected and remembering the important things going into the holidays. And that is being with your loved ones and giving yourself a little break, um, to embrace the things that you're grateful for. So as always you go miso. Thanks for listening. Find out more about Miss Oklahoma and the topics you heard today by going to MissOklahoma.org or connecting with us on social media.